0: Hello everyone and welcome to a very special edition of Dining on a Dime live from the Philly Craft Beer Fest at the Navy Yard building number 611. First of all I want to start the show off by thanking Starfish uh, Junction Productions. They are putting on this great event. I'm with... Amaris Pollock. Jim Pappas. And Matt is with us, our beer expert. Matt is actually sampling all the beers uh, in order to get his to get his uh, best knowledge from the segment. Matt, take a seat. We're live on the air. Matt, talk about what you've seen so far. Well,
1: uh, so far today's beer fest has been fantastic. It's been jam packed with quality brews, and we have a ton of uh, local Philadelphia, Pennsylvania talent as well as a couple of uh, Hudson Valley, New York
0: breweries too that you can get. Yeah. All right, that's that's fantastic. Jim Pappas, what's
2: your view on the show, uh, on the festival so far? I love the festival so far. I can't believe, um, it's funny how many outside brewers are here representing themselves. Toronto, Michigan, it's sell locally. The amount of of brewers in this area, I mean the wall behind me just shoulder to shoulder with different little brew pubs and breweries that you you may have heard of, you may not have heard of, but they're all local. They all serve locally. They all all taste great. Uh, I swore that I was gonna pace myself and behave and take good notes of every place I've been to. But so far, I know that my favorite beer is in the back left corner. I have no idea who makes it, but it's good. I was uh, with him when
1: he had that beer. It was from uh, 710 Brewery, and it was a Guava IPA, a Guava Milkshake IPA. It's fantastic.
0: It's really, really good. And I want to have Amaris tell you guys, Starfish Junction Productions is the next event they're going to have is an amazing coffee and tea festival Amherst, tell them about it.
3: So Starfish Junction Productions actually runs a bunch of different events throughout the year all through the tri-state area and you know they're expanding outwards as well. So on March 21st and 22nd they're going to be having a coffee and tea festival um, in NYC at the Brooklyn Expo Center. and then for vip on saturday and sunday it's from 10 to 5 sunday it's 10 to 4 then general admission tickets you get in at 12 o'clock until 5 on saturday and on sunday 12 to 4 so if you want to go out and have some caffeinated beverages a lot of the local vendors and purveyors from various areas are going to be there vending and offering up various coffees and teas for you on march 21st and 22nd
0: and just like matt and jim love beer i love coffee so i cannot wait to get my tickets and go to the coffee and tea festival festival slash nyc.com go get your tickets well and there's the coffee and beer there's the coffee and tea festival but
1: they've also got the spike festival that's going to be happening at the navy yard uh, that's going to be may 30th that's going to be all spike seltzers right so that's going to be awesome and you're going to be bubbling after that and a little bit later in October, uh, October seventeenth, they are going to have the for the for the core event. That is a cider event. Seventy-five plus hard ciders are going to be here, and that is going to be super sweet and super delicious. I'm definitely going to be here. I love
0: ciders. I'm
1: a huge fan of those as well. Yeah.
0: Right, how come Jim Pappas
2: doesn't come out with info like this? Huh? How come Jim Pappas, I love cider. <laughs> That's my info for that, is I love Apple
3: with cheese sticks. Yeah. That's the thing. All right, my man. We got a, a guest. So right now, we actually have Kevin Sharp from Mannion Brewery, who's joining us.
4: Tell us about Young Brewery, sir. Maniunk Brewery, well, we're actually the third oldest operating brewery in the city of Philadelphia. We've been there for 24 years. Been in the same spot on 4120 Main Street, uh, right on the Schuylkill River, um, for the entire time. We actually opened up as really the first brewery restaurant because we're a full service bar, full service restaurant that has sushi, steaks, chops. Uh, we are opening up our second wedding venue. Uh, we're actually the largest uh, restaurant in that n- in that neighborhood, and uh, we've been pouring beer for as long as we've been open. And I love the food. I about that. Okay. Yeah, so we're in Balakidwood, yeah. We get a lot of a lot of business from all the Balakidwood businesses there.
0: tell people that your food is Yeah. Your food is you can
4: go each direction, go high-end, low-end. Our owner our owner really does appreciate our brewing, but he's a restaurant guy first. He takes pride in the food. It takes pride in uh, just the event space that we have too. So So today we're pouring uh, which we like to think are two of the crowd favorites when you have a beer festival. We have uh, our Fruit Sour, called Psh, it's actually named after Ed Bassmaster, who's a YouTube comedian based in the Northeast. Um, It's a Fruit Sour uh, comprised of 20 pounds of fruit per barrel of pineapple and boysenberry. Uh, So that's been a big hit in both sides of the demographic, both male and female here today. Uh, But we also have our Crunch, which is a beer we've had for over 15 plus years. That's our Chocolate Peanut Butter Porter. So, again, it's, it's, a, it's a beer that just stands out in people's mind, when standing in line with a million breweries here. That's the one that always is fresh on their mind. They're always coming back for it. Um, one of our VIP beers actually was our King Crunch. So that's our chocolate, peanut butter, and banana Imperial Porter. And that came and went very fast. What was
2: your VIP beer?
4: That was our King Crunch. It was a chocolate, peanut butter, and banana Imperial Porter.
2: This
0: is Jim
4: uh, we did not have a cheesesteak on the menu, no, but if he's been in, he's had all the best ones in our neighborhood, and I have too, uh, from, from following everyone that you put on the list. <laughs> I make sure, I've, I've lived in Philadelphia, been a Temple grad, I've, anytime there's a list that's put out there, I'd see if I've been along those, and I hate to say it, being a manual guy, I just don't see just not. it's not me, it's not me at all. <laughs>
2: I'm Thank so you. Glad, I'm so glad wait, you stopped wait, by. Yeah. <laughs> do you guys what do you guys have? Do you guys
4: have to bring your own food? No, no. We're out. Uh, we're a full service restaurant. Uh, we've you? been a full service restaurant since we've opened. Um, Very nice. Store. We have pretty much all you can ask for from sushi, uh, wood fire pizza, steaks, chops. Um, you know, we have cheesesteak egg rolls on the menu, much like everyone else. Do
2: you have ciders if you have uh, We
4: have our own cider. Uh, it's our brotherly love cider. Uh, it varies in different. Right now, we have a rosé cider, um, but it's... Brotherly really love is always the cider that we bake and have on tap in house. Not allowed to distribute it, but we have it in house at our brewery uh, with eight other beers on tap at any given that's time.
2: A, that's
4: a good pairing, I think. I think cider with uh, sushi. Cider and sushi. Well, we we're known for our sours, our fruit sours, our goses. Our top selling beer is our belly flop, which is our cucumber melon gosa, which comes out next month, and we have it all throughout the summer. Um, Did
2: you bring a sour today?
4: Our sour we have on tap right now is our. Is a pineapple and boysenberry fruit sour. You have it
5: here.
4: We have it here right now. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, certainly.
5: That's something I wanted to ask
1: you about because a lot of people hear boysenberry and they think, well, what
4: does that taste like? So,
1: is there something you can describe about boysenberry? You're asking a tough
4: question there. Uh, I I can't even place what boysenberry is. He's he's our beer expert. The pineapple stands out a little bit more than a boysenberry. The boysenberry definitely adds the color to it. Um, it adds, as most people, whenever they see boysenberry, they're like, "Oh, this is this is a healthy beer." They know the fact, they know the health components that are good that come with boysenberry. Uh, but I mean, I have to say, you—that is a question that uh, anyone even asked me what it tastes like. I can't even because it blends in with a lot of other, whether it be stone fruits, a lot of other, uh, just a lot of other citrus. Just the citrus alone and when you have a heavy, heavy amount of fruit sours, when we put in 20 pounds of fruit per barrel, um, it it sort of blends all together. So I mean, and myself, I'm not really in full transparency, our brewer loves making sours. I am not a sour drinker at all. As our sales manager, uh, I know that's what sells. I know that it definitely sells from Port Richmond to South Philly more than anywhere else in the city. Um, you get up in the northeast. You get up out in the suburbs. It's sort of hit or miss when it comes to sours, but uh, definitely in the city, particularly fish down No Liberties, Port Richmond. they, they, they love it. They love it all.
3: I actually have a question for you. and Brewing Company is actually known for throwing events. Um, and now that the wa- weather is going to start warming up, do you have anything in in the works for the upcoming
4: season? So we. We have a few things that we're working on, um, a few things that we're partnering up with people that are out there. Um, uh, We have a Susan Susan G. Komen event that's coming to Manioc in general uh, that we're being a part of. Uh, We are in, we're the tent. (laughs) So we're right in the middle, can't miss our uh, our
2: tent.
4: Yeah, we're we're right in.
1: (laughs) Are you familiar with them? Yes, I'm very familiar with Maniunk. Uh One of my favorite beers that they do is a, actually it's a French Toast Crunch Porter. So if you've had the French Toast Crunch, it's by the people that make Cinnamon Toast Crunch. It's fantastic, it is so good. Uh, according to the website, it's one of the things that they have on tap now, uh, as well as a Brotherly Love Rose, a Philadelphia Porter, a Coffee Crunch, a ruby, an IPA, yay! A chili lime porter, which has got to be like, whoa! <laughs> chili lime
4: IPA. Chili lime IPA. Oh wow. Oh yeah, chili lime IPA plunge. Capsaicin used it. Capsaicin used it at the tail end. Very lime juice forward. Uh, it actually allowed us to have a big presence in a lot of Mexican restaurants out there. Uh, it's a good beer leading into the summer as well. That's definitely got to pair well with tacos, tacos and wings. Yeah. You name it. It's it's good. Yeah, we do that. Yeah, chili lime plunge.
1: So, uh, you have a couple of things on your coming up next, right, on the website. So, we got the manioc Brown Ale, the Monk from Yunk, and the Maniunk Cream Ale. Uh, are those something you guys can talk about? Tell us, like, maybe what's
4: coming up next. So, Monk from the Yonk is what we're really, probably one of the more synonymous beers that Maniunk, whenever people see our tech, see our beer. Uh, it's a beer we've been doing probably one of the longest, one of the longest beers we've been doing. Um... Belgian triple 9% uh, in a land where in a land where Belgian triples uh, in Philadelphia from Golden Monkey to uh, well, Weyerbacher doesn't do their merry monks anymore unfortunately uh, from our monk from the Yunk, we've all been doing it for around 15 plus years I'll put ours up against any one of them um, very smooth it's a Belgian triple it doesn't lay on the back of your tongue like a lot of others do um, from the moment it gets in your mouth, and the moment you finish it, it, it just is a perfectly well-balanced triple. Um, not very boozy, um, but our cream ale—that's the one that it's I think we really knock out of the park. Um, it's just very tough to educate the consumer of what a cream ale is. Right. They see cream, they like think lactose, they think every a whole bunch of other things. Or really, or they think Jenny. It, or they think Jenny Cream Ale. This is a six percent, very smooth. If you like a light drinking beer. Cream ale is your beer you play beer pong with the one you you have 12 of the one you uh, if you pair with like your French toast crunch you want something that is a little bit heavier this is one that you come with a little more a little bit lighter yep. and uh, you can pair with pretty much everything so okay yeah
1: so uh, I know you guys do really great pizzas and flatbreads when you're at the brewery how does that pair with the lineup of beers that you guys do? Because there's such a big variety. I mean, uh, are there any specific flatbreads or pizzas that you would suggest go with the actual beers, specifically?
4: Uh, it, it varies. Uh, our short rib uh, obviously goes well with everything. I mean, people will always say a hazy IPA go well with pizza, um, IPAs in general. I think our cream ale goes better with it, Um, but we have our Haze of Glory on right now. We have our Stratosphere on. which are two hazy IPAs that we do just draft only. Um, We have that on in the menu. Our Chili Lime IPA I think goes well with pizza. Um, When you don't have a lot of heat, uh, the heat that's generated from that Chili Lime IPA, you want to have something that sort of quenches it when it's not necessarily the beer that you keep drinking that keeps providing that heat to it. You want to have that pizza sort of uh, quell that that uh, fire that's sort of in your in your mouth going on with everything. So. Yeah. you guys also do
1: a, a, a live jazz Sunday brunch.
4: So what what
1: are your best breakfast beers? You would you would say in your opinion?
4: So some of our best breakfast beers. Our obscure is our Russian Imperial Stout that we have on. Uh, we have a, we recently had on uh, our French Toast Crunch. Obviously, yeah. you're talking vanilla, maple, cinnamon. Um, that is a perfect breakfast beer. We used to do a beer in the past, um, which was... You couldn't bring three people here today. <laughs> uh, it's just it's just me. Freaking lines out there. It's just me. I know. I know. I know. I'll, I'll make sure I get it to you right now. I'm going to I'm gonna have to step... I had to wait while
0: we got to get back, guys. Tell
4: us your social media. working Social media? So Manioc Mania, Brewing Co. Um, I could spell it out for you, but you know, we're at a beer festival, I'm sorry. Just just really can't do that right now. Yeah, yeah. Manioc Brewing Co. is our, uh, you can find us on Instagram right there. Uh, social media, obviously, Maniok Brewing Company on Facebook. Um, we Just our, our website itself, maniocbrewingcompany.com. Uh, on there you'll find all of our menus, everything that's on, uh, on draft, what's coming up, what's upcoming. Uh, basically give you a good idea, like you said, our Sunday brunch, you can't beat, $23, all you can eat. Uh, Sunday Jazz Brunch starts at 1130 goes till 3 o'clock when the weather starts to break our deck opens up outside you're not gonna find a better place on the water uh, a better place to just enjoy a lot of food and a lot of great beer and if you're a liquor drinker full bar been a full bar since we opened Um, and believe it or not if you're not also into our beer uh, we were the largest buyer of corona up until last year of anybody in the area because we we're uh, on the water, so Ariglio loves dealing with us. Uh, we buy, their, buy Corona, White Claw. Uh, we actually just put Sierra Nevada on the menu as well. I just for it people hot uh, hot Trust hot me, hot all of our chefs want Modelo on the menu as well, too. So, But no, I, I appreciate it, guys. Thank you so much for having us out here. And then
0: Thank check it you. out. It'll be here next Sunday. All right, that was Manioc Curly a Main, Main Street, Manioc. I have been there several times. The food is incredible. I love the Sunday brunch. Sunday
1: brunch is top of the line. Oh, yeah. The Sunday brunch sounds fantastic. I mean, yeah, $23. That is totally worth it. I can eat $23 of breakfast foods in an absolute snap. And, I mean, that's one of our things. Dining on a dime, right? A $23 brunch complete with... Uh, beers and things like that, that is totally worth it, absolutely. Especially if you can get a French toast crunch porter. I mean, that subs in with your cereal, that gives you some maple syrup, that's got that hint of vanilla too. I have those in cans at home and I can't stop drinking, it. I can't stop buying it, it's fantastic.
0: It. And what I love about Manny Young Brewery is that they can go from high end to low. The, ven- the, the menu is so vast, it's incredible. So, Matt, let's talk about this. is Matt Marita, our beer expert. Uh, you'll hear him tomorrow on our show. Uh, but uh, Matt does a segment in uh, during our show where he gives you the latest information on the latest beer. Uh, just so everyone knows, he's wearing a necklace made of pretzels. That's another story. Uh, Matt, talk about the intricacies of this fantastic festival. Well, you see, the reason I'm wearing this beer
1: uh, pretzel necklace, as you pointed out, is because I have to try to keep my palate clear. I mean, I don't pretend to be, you know, a certified beer expert, but I'm your beer consultant, so I want to try to keep uh, my tongue neutral in between trying all of these beers.
0: Talk about the specifics
1: of the Right. Well, there's 150 different beers here, right? So... Uh, I'm trying to try as many as I can, especially from the Philadelphia region, and we have got a ton that has been really, really good. Like, uh, we just talked to Manny of those guys have a fantastic beer, they're king, uh, I mean, I'm a huge fan of Elvis, as well as Porters, so you combine chocolate and peanut butter and bananas, I mean, exactly, yeah. Uh, Punch Buggy Brewery is uh, from Philadelphia as well. They have right now a hazelnut brown ale right now, which sort of tastes like if you liquefied Nutella. That is fantastic. And there is a ton of other local Philadelphia breweries uh, when it comes to people like Evil Genius and New Jersey as well. You have Spellbound, you have uh, Urban Village, another Philadelphia one, you have Hidden Sands, that's New Jersey. And then if you get a little bit further out, You've got Ambler, which is like, uh, you know, Ambler, Blue, Ambler Brewing or uh, Stable Twelve. You have Nine O Two, which is North Jersey, which all of our friends in the Hudson Valley can go and grab. Hokkaido Brewing, which is uh, one of our close friends, they f- make fantastic fruit ales, and you can buy those anywhere in the uh, New York, New Jersey, Philadelphia area. Uh, 150 different beers here. There was so much to try, so much to enjoy. Uh, I had a couple from Wissahickon Brewery, which is, uh, I really like that because it's right down the uh, street from where I used to go to high school. I spent a year at Penn Charter. Yeah, so uh, I tried to survive the interact. I didn't quite make it out, but uh, if you want a beer in Philadelphia, this is just an example of... There are so many different places that you can go and you can enjoy them. Uh, it, it's really a testament to how good the beer is in this area. And I'm so impressed. I'm so happy that this is uh, something that happen. I think Jim has had a couple, too. can really speak for that
5: as
0: well. We are here with Jim Pappas, the king of all cheesesteaks, PhiladelphiaCheesesteakAdventure.com. I... Uh, uh, like I said, we're live. <laughs> so, Jim Pappas, talk about the cheesesteak adventure, and then we'll get back to talking about this. What,
2: what number are you on now? I'm up to uh, like 550-some, and uh, yeah, just out eating cheesesteaks. And uh, actually, thanks to you, Kevin Wilson, yes. I've been drinking a whole lot more beer with my cheesesteaks. <laughs> it's funny because I always thought uh, a whiskey, you know, something like, like I think I always thought, you know, steak, whiskey. And uh, but now you made me go on go to dive bars where I the dive bar show about 6 months ago. And um, I've continued that tradition. That's actually a smart That's actually a smart idea. We have a
0: show on our platform Wildfirepodcasts.com and me and Jim Pappas did a dive bar show uh, for Best Bar and it's one of the best shows we've ever done. It is a fantastic show. One of the tips during that show I gave was Locust Bar at Tenton Locust. You can get a 10-ounce burger for $5. So look that up, wildfirepodcast.com. That is a fabulous show. A 2020 version. Yeah. I-, I am happy to come on. Yeah. A
2: Locust Bar, I'll tell you right now, Tenton Locust, 10-ounce 10 burger, $5. Yeah, and, and, and they have a good cheesesteak. Did oh. you have the die bar show? It's funny because that was really one of the eye It's funny. The two i I've had from Dining on the Dive, part just the fact that what a wonderful person Kevin Wilson is, <laughs> is um, the Dive Bar Show, where you forced me to, where you, Kevin Wilson, forced me to go to Dive Bars and eat cheesesteaks and drink beer. And um, I can't believe the amount of, of amazing cheesesteaks, the nicest to be sued once, but I was a day drinker. That's a whole different story. But the uh, the dive bar show, getting me out to go to different dive bars and drink cheesesteaks and eat beer was amazing. And Jay Cole with the mashups, and just asking, hey, you know, if I see them, if I see in the menu that you have amazing garlic bread and you have an amazing cheesesteak and it's a quiet part of the afternoon, just asking, hey, would you mind? Can you do me a favor? Is it okay? And most most times, because it's funny, in in the food, what I've found being an outsider, in the food industry, how much, I mean, you know, how much you you want to, the food industry wants to prepare a good meal. They want people to be happy. They want their customers to be satisfied. So it's always, I've never met with a no. It's never been a, what are you kidding me? What do you mean you want that? No, it's always been, what can I do more for you? And it's been a great experience. I mean, I have a liver problem now, thanks to Evan Wilson. <laughs> but, uh, Jim, real quick. Uh, talk
0: about some of the best cheesesteaks you've had with beer. Because we're at a beer festival. Talk about some of the
2: best cheesesteak places with good beer. Well, it's funny, because I just started, well, because of you making me drink beer in my cheesesteaks, uh Philadelphia your brewing company. You know, most days of the week they're open by. Uh, I think Monday they're not. Every other day of the week they're open by eleven. So you can go to a local, your local favorite cheesesteak spot, and then go to uh, Philadelphia Brewing Company and have a beer with it. So like uh, Four Sons on Frank on Frankfurt Avenue, and then go next door to uh, you know Philadelphia Brewing Company, and have a good beer with your cheesesteak. The beautiful part is with. Go ahead. Beautiful that building you know we did we did the live show for mcgillen and 1860 and i love McGill. I love everything about mcgillen so every time i go there i find something else to love about it Philadelphia feel Company company's 1867 like seven years later i mean they they i mean i might be off like a couple of years maybe a couple of decades but no it was sat dormant for like two decades in the 20s and 30s or something but the building's just as old i haven't been into like their beer garden section oh yeah what a beautiful space and i tell you what as far as accommodating i mean i show up i I mean i try to like call ahead and make them know and i and i don't and they've always been nice as could be they had one of the fancy brigades was practicing there one night we had the best time, you, that's one of the things that amazes me the most about this is we're, how small these neighborhoods are within the city and just how open and appreciative these people are and I don't know why you brought Aramitz because she's just so distracted. But <laughs> well, listen, Jim makes a great point,
0: uh, the Philadelphia Brewing Company is one of, it's one of many places beautiful inside. I was blown away by the looks but you can get a cheesesteak nearby or whatever food you want and you can go to the brewery and eat it
3: i, I was just gonna say like with all the beers that are here um i want to say that there's breweries that bring on food trucks too you know the Wissahickon brewing company which is all you know right here right now um they frequently bring on food trucks so you can pair any beer with any food truck you know and and get what you want and get a good price too. Jim, have you started with-
2: I, I, well, yeah well today I went to Northern Liberties Roasters, but Aramis brings up a good point because one of my favorite pairings is it's Whistle and Brewing with Frank's from East Falls. Frank's Steaks Frank Frank's meat is one of the best meats in a cheesesteak. He's one of the unsung heroes in the cheesesteak industry up there. It's up on the hill up there in East Falls, so you, there's like not a lot of ways to get in there. And, you know, I don't know if I did the secret code when I drove by, or whatever, <laughs> and I was allowed in. But um, Frank's Steaks, East Falls, makes a great cheesesteak. And then you have Wissahick and Brewing right around the corner. I mean, the only thing I don't like about it is, I mean, now that my kids are 22 and 25, I'm like, leave your freaking kids at home.
3: <laughs>
2: I got to ask though, so
1: Wissahick and Brewing is right down the street from Penn Charter where I used to go to high school. Now I used to show up to practice late for football. I was trying to gain a little weight. I was a very light defensive lineman. So I used to stop at Sandro's. Okay. Have you paired Wissahick and Brewing
2: with DeLisandro's yet? dallas andros dallas okay can i tell you i wrote a negative review about dallas what about you really are
1: you guys gonna hurt me emotionally right
2: now now nah, you know what i don't i don't dislike Del andros i love their meat i love their meat they they have they have the finely chopped meat i'm from the suburbs and actually, Del Sanders reminds me of Clamont Steaks, which we had down in Delaware okay. in Southern Delco. Because they would have, because they're so busy, they can right. keep a bunch of meat on the grill because they know people are coming in. Yeah. And I think the meat with the juices, just cooking within itself, makes for amazing meat. I think Del Sanders, the problem I have with Del Sanders, and believe me I got lucky both times I went to Dallas Sanders I've been there twice the first time was a beautiful summer day yep. and I was able to take my uh, cheesesteak across the street to the football field oh yeah had a nice little picnic by myself I was with my favorite person myself <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and I had a nice little picnic and I enjoyed it but and then the second time I went to Dallas Sanders was mob as I usually are yep, usually, yeah. but as you what usually happens is when I start talking and I put my order in yep Three quarters of the counter left. So I sat at the counter, but you know what? With Delisinos, they're they're a victim of their own success. I love the meat, finely chopped, good quality meat, that great. That yeah, yeah. But the problem is they're so crowded you can't get to the pepper bar. But what it is is they—it's it's a mass-produced cheese steak where the meats there oh, I'll put it in the world and the guy looks at it and goes, oh, they want fried onions. They put the fried onions on. Oh, they want peppers. with put the fried peppers Oh, they want lettuce. to put the peppers on. So it's, it's stacked. What I tell people, and there's not a diss against Del Sandro's. They're just a victim of their own success. If you like their meat, if you like Del Sandro's because you like their meat because they have yep. great meat. Go to Hog Island Steaks in Phoenixville. Okay. It's the same quality, finely chopped meat. But I tell you what. In, in my, in my humble opinion, everything else is better.
3: Now, what would you pair? What beer that's here that you've tried would you pair with that? With del sandro's
2: Yeah. Unfortunately, in my perfect world, I would sit in Chubby's, watch TV at the bar, and eat a del steak steak because. Hey, it's funny because when I put that on my blog, I got ripped for it. I'm like, hey, we all have our perfect dream worlds, but I've stood in Del Sanders' line twice, wishing I had a nice, comfortable place to seat. And then I've been to Chubby's, sat there with no time to, uh, you know, with plenty of time to wander. So. Playing, sitting here at Chubby's bar, I, it was a Sunday, so I'm watching golf, <laughs> which I like. Turn on my brain you can come, come here, come here. <laughs> but, but I want to I, I just
0: throw this back in. We're live from the Philadelphia Craft Beer Festival. Uh, that was Jim Pappas' Philadelphia Cheesesteak Adventure on all social media platforms. Uh, so that's where we're at. I just want to remind people. Go ahead, Matt. So,
1: I've heard people debate Delosandros versus Chubby's, and Chubby's always has the best atmosphere. But I know we, both of us, really like that Guava IPA from 710. If you had to pair that with a cheesesteak, is there one that comes in mind
2: particularly? or The Guava Sour with a particular cheesesteak. I mean, it's funny because... A guava sour. It really I, doesn't go with a cheesesteak typically,
1: but it's funny. I just cheesesteak I mean, expert. So
0: we
3: have to ask. That. Would you Would you be able to like put a sauce on the cheesesteak that would pair well with the cheesesteak and the guava?
2: Oh my goodness! This is like this is like Philadelphia Cheese Adventure three point oh one. I mean, I just I just eat them and drink and like decide if I like them right on the spot. But I mean, I think. I have no freaking idea, to tell you the truth. I mean, I, I'm amazed at how much a meaty. Like in my narrow-mindedness, I figured a nice meaty cheesesteak. I either needed red wine or a whiskey, something to cut through the meat. So I'm amazed when I drink a sour beer, how well it goes with a meaty cheesesteak. So the guava sour, I like it. I'll put it with any cheesesteak. Yeah, I mean. It's the sour it's like a lighter so give me a heavier heavier steak I mean I just had a prime rib uh, a prime rib sandwich a sliced prime rib sandwich we could probably go with a heavier you know a heavier a blackberry sour maybe the guava I don't know I might have to take a whole bunch of cheese steaks over to uh 710 and figure it out
3: I hear a challenge coming on (laughs) I
2: think i um I think I'm up to that challenge.
3: <laughs> now, uh, how, how about we all sit down and, and, and try a bunch of cheesesteaks with yeah. that that sour and and see what what pans out. I mean, you know, what?
1: I am more than happy to be your beer pairing consultant.
3: <laughs> but pull it off
0: Philadelphia Cheesesteak Adventure, you have 540 cheesesteaks, right, Jim? So you can find Philadelphia Cheesecake Adventure on all podcast platforms. And Jimmy Kimmel. And Jimmy Kimmel. Yes. And uh, we are live. Uh, we want to thank. We want to once again thank Starfish Junction Productions. They are doing it. Ah, ah. Uh, they, this is the most organized event I have been
2: to. It's very organized. It's very uh, comfortable. At that point, I mean, you can't stress that enough because you know, when you come to these things in the infrastructure, there's no one to help you with anything. I've seen more people, you know, we're at a, we're at a beer testing event with some food trucks and some other uh, tables out here, and no one thinks about the rinse cups. And I tell you what, I've seen two guys walking around with the fresh water for the rinse cups. Which is something that would I would never ever ever never think of. what I love too is the porta potties have a sink that you just pump
0: it yep. and you can wash your hands. I mean, get
5: me it's the little thing, but they have
0: a sink where you can pump it. You for
5: every person. Exactly,
0: there's got to be, and you can
5: pump. The same reason I get But you can you
0: can you can pump the brake, and real water will come out. Plenty of hands here. This is great. Uh, I just want to thank Starfish Junction Productions for inviting us today to do this live show. And uh, they're going to have a big event coming up in Brooklyn, New York. It's a coffee and tea festival. Coffee and Tea Festival slash NYC dot com. It's going to be at the Brooklyn Expo Center March 21st and March 22nd. Go get your tickets now, because this place is fabulous with beer, but they also are going to do a coffee and tea festival March 21st and 22nd at the Brooklyn Expo Center, www.coffeeandteafestival.com.
1: And, if you are an Navy Yard person or a Philadelphia person, October 24th through the 25th, Coffee and Tea Festival will be right back here as well. Philadelphia.
3: Good amos. I was gonna say though that with the coffee and tea festival, you know, it's it's perfect for anybody who wants to go out to one of these events, have a bunch of beverages, enjoy the company and the energy, because there is a lot of energy, but if you're having coffee and tea, you're definitely gonna get some more energy. Um, and, and, and up in Brooklyn. And enjoy it, you know, and it, yes, and it is. Up in Brooklyn the they act Ax- at the Brooklyn Express Center. Expo Center
2: same people
0: that put on this great event are doing
2: a coffee and tea one. Well the other thing too is if you're from Philly, if you've been to the shipyard lately, it's amazing what they've done down here. Just to come down and walk around, that building 543 where the, the Urban Outfitters food court is, you have the JFK, the most decorated ship in the world there. The zen garden they put within that building, the way they use the old historic of the, of the shipyard. I did an active duty here in 1987. Believe me, it was a much different shipyard back in 1987. And there you go. The attention to detail that these people put on at these shows. Wherever their shows are, follow this group because this group... Starfish Junction Productions, and this is the most organized. This place is sold out, and you would never know. Kevin, the sold out part's great, but the attention to detail. How many times you go to a festival, you can't have a porta potty It's dirty, there's junk everywhere. These people know how to. These people pay attention to detail. I've seen more people that are, that are worried about the little things that make that because you don't have to worry about it as a as a person that's here just enjoying beer. You don't want to worry about where am I going to wash my hands? Where am I going to stop something. And this starfish group, the attention to details, amazing. That's my shout out to them.
0: That's a good point.
2: That's a great point because great point. I made it. <laughs> but this is a sold out building
0: and this is running so smoothly it's and like jim said there's every attention to detail so starfish junction production uh, if you guys are looking to go to a great event hit them up and uh you find out what events they have coming up it's great
3: I was also going to say that if periodically you hear everyone in the room cheering, it's because it's so much fun that they keep periodically doing a group cheer. So if you want to have a lot of fun, come along to one of the Starfish Junction production events, and you will be guaranteed a ton of fun. And I can't, like Jim said, the most impressive part, Matt,
0: is that there is every detail taken care of The staff actually is working, which is unusual. Most staffs at these events are just kinda lagging. This staff is hustling. Uh, I find it incredible. Yeah, I've been to more than my share of beer
1: festivals, both working and as a uh, consumer. And this is one of the most well-organized that I've seen easily. Uh, Every beer is available in a nice little area. Uh, The porta potties easily available. Food is separate from the, all of that, which I appreciate. It's as far away from the toilets. I, and tons of food trucks here. Tons of, them. Oh, yeah, definitely. Tons of food trucks. I mean, I'm looking out the window right at, uh, where they are now, and I'm getting a little bit hungry. So yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah. And uh, let's talk. Let's go back to the beer. Uh, what have you been impressed with the most uh, so far? Uh, another thing is there, uh, your favorite, is your brewery
1: that you work at here. Uh, my brewery, Zed's Beer, is not here. Uh, we're a little more Jersey-centric, so when we get across the bridge of Philadelphia, we don't always make the trip, but I've been very impressed with uh, Evil Genius. has their uh, peanut butter uh, chocolate porter here. They just had a media event for that. It was fantastic. Yeah, as well as a... Uh, caramel macchiato beer uh, punch buggy brewery has a hazelnut brown ale which tastes a little bit like liquid Nutella which is fantastic uh, we talked to manioc brewery they've got their King crunch as well as their regular crunch those are both awesome
0: awesome beers Whoa. and I want to make sure everyone knows that this is a yearly event man how many years have they been doing this a few.
1: Uh, they've been doing this what 13, 14 years now. Yeah. And you can see,
0: uh, we have another friend of the show called uh, Chris Myers. He does the Taste Philadelphia event, wine and spirits. Uh, he's another example of a guy who knows how to run an event. Uh, the show, uh, the event every year is is great because he's done it for a while. Same same thing with Starfish Junction Productions. I have never been to a more organized event, and you said that General Admission and VIP is sold out. As far as I know, from what I've heard, one of our followers told us. Yeah, both of them are sold out. I went to go
1: tweet out the ticket link yesterday, and I clicked on it, and they were
0: both sold out. How about that? That's fantastic. And I'll tell you what, uh, you can always tell a good event by how long they've been doing. Uh, Chris Myers Gourmet Philadelphia event, Taste of Philly at the, uh, you know, up in the, you know, in King of Prussia. Always, the event is just like this. Always top notch, top of the line. This place is running like a fine watch.
2: Absolutely. I mean, I, you know, I, I it's funny because now that I've, I go and eat cheese steaks yeah. at places and I pay attention yeah. to little stuff, and I've always been kind of a detailed person. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can't say it enough. that how impressive it is. And that's why, if you look behind me because you're forcing me to look away from the crowd, there's a hundred people here behind me that has, they don't they don't even care about any of the little stuff because it's all taken care of for them. All they can worry about is just go finding their best beer. And it's you know it's funny you just can't talk about that kind of stuff enough about. Yeah. The rinse water. Yeah, I went. Th- hey, you know because you know what? I've been here and I've had six, maybe more beers. <laughs> I never risked my cup once. But for the people that want to rinse their cups, they have ripped buckets. I just can't get it. know, it. it's funny because I'm thinking about it. Filled up your book, craft beer place. It says Kevin Wilson, maybe. Kevin dive maybe. We're of more dive bars and more group. Now they're going to fill this bigger room and um, wall-to-wall breweries, wall-to-wall different kind of beers, wall-to-wall different people just loving talking about their beer, the event's fantastic And and it's running great. I'm just amazed
0: looking at all these people and seeing how smoothly this is running.
2: Starfish Junction Productions has hit a home run today. You go to an event as an exhibitor. Where's my electrical plug? Where's my this? Where's my that? Nobody here is worried about anything. Everybody here is just worried about getting great beer. A little tiny. Cup. It's amazing how quickly you can get drunk in a five-ounce cup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's another thing I noticed
0: just looking around. Is the lines are going pretty quick. I mean, there's no. You know how you go to some festivals that are lousy and you're sitting in line for hours and hours. I mean, it's amazing uh, that these lines are moving. And like Jim said, the staff here is taking care of everything immediately. Nobody needs to want for nothing. And it's really amazing. It's very unusual. I'll give you an example. Everybody that's a member of our show is, is, uh, pays attention to detail. I was in a uh, sandwich shop yesterday, Jim. And the guy was cutting the bread, you know, you make sandwich, sandwiches, cut the bread. And he was cleaning the knife with a towel. And that bothered me because there's so many germs on that towel. And once you're in this business, I've been in the business 12 years, Jim's been in it. Uh, you notice things like that. And I said to the guy, I said, can you do me a favor, please, please do not, uh, you know, wipe, my, wipe your knife with the towel. I don't know. Wissahick and Brewery we've been talking about you you're already a star and but uh, <laughs> well, we're here with Wissahick and Brewery uh, you know, who? Luke? Luke from Wissahick and Brewery thank you for joining us you guys are packed uh, we just got done talking about you that's Jim Pappas from the Philadelphia Cheesesteak Adventure he has 540 cheesesteaks
5: yeah. I was at a Princeport Beer Boutique last night, and they were—they said you ranked one of their cheesesteaks number one. Absolutely yeah. And I ate it at 2 a.m. last night, so to nice. so eat a beer tasting there. So yeah, the guy came through. They had 500 cheesesteaks, 200 or something, and and, on yeah. so and I and I've been
2: and Whisthicken Brewing is one of my favorite pairing places. This is the kind of place because you, you go to—it um, was funny. I ended up in East Falls. Oh, yeah. And I had nothing, because I have a list of places I need to get to. I had nothing in these Falls to get to. And I knew I was near the Wissahick and Brewing. It's late in the day, so I deserved a beer. And there was the, the, the firemen were having a boot drop. I'm like, oh, perfect. Who better knows where to get food than the firemen? I asked the fireman. He goes, oh, I just got, I just got transferred here. I don't know. <laughs> so I went to Square Pizza, got a cheesesteak, went to Wissahick, and... That's my second time to Wizard I love it up there on the mountain, on the hill overlooking everything. Could you please like keep the kids out? Can I, if I call, if I call ahead, like dogs and kids? Could you like keep or just like corridor, like have like a section off? Because everybody in the freaking world
3: was a Wizard I said it's freaking. Awesome. <laughs> you know, is awesome brewery. To- I've been there numerous times. I've been there numerous times. Um, some of my favorite beers are come from you guys. So, you know, how do you create the beers and what did you bring today? But no, more importantly, can you keep everybody away
5: from me? Can you, like, second off the section? If produce? you give me the heads up, I'll, I'll do that. But if I answer wrong right now, my dad's my boss and he's listening. And, and I, I, listen, I still get spanked. So I'm not too, too old to get me. Lu- Lu- Luke, let's get down
0: to business. Let's get down to business. Let's get down to business,
5: talk about Wissahickon, people love your brewery, tell us about it. Yes, so Wissahickon was, uh, it started about 10 years ago on a, on a homebrew kit, a five gallon. Uh, me and my two brothers, we played Little League Baseball growing up, and once we got out of the Little League and my dad wanted to find a way to keep us together, and my older brother bought my dad a homebrew kit, a five gallon, and uh, from Keystone Homebrew in Montgomeryville. Um, and the rest was history, We did we did batches almost every other weekend, uh, we started entering competitions, started placing and then winning competitions and invested in bigger systems, a uh, half-barrel SABCO, we made it to Nationals two years in a row and at that point we knew it wasn't a farce, it wasn't just by chance that the same two beers made it to Nationals. None of us loved our day jobs and we, and we took that big leap. So That's the American dream man, I mean
0: that is fantastic. Our show is hashtag Small Business. you're a perfect guest for the
5: show. Talk about the daily routine, what do you have on tap, etc. Right now we have uh, 11 beers on tap at the brewery. Uh, we try to brew something for, for every walk of life, for, ev- for every uh, uh, every craft beer drinker, and, and, and we like to brew beers that are kind of gateway beers. Um, so if you never you don't like craft, there might be a gateway beer to get you in there. And if you never had a craft beer, you'd say, have you had Blue Moon? You should try our Gypsy. It's very similar to Blue Moon. Or if you don't, have you had Dogfish 60, you should try our Hail Mary. There's a lot of pioneers in the craft brewing industry that have, have been that gateway of you know I like Miller Lite we'll try our pilsner it's very very nice. And it, someone has a gateway beer and we try to brew those gateway beers. I love that.
3: So right now I'm I'm drinking your Raven the Raven yeah. Raven Hill. So it's actually quite good. It's um a nice stout and it's dark, it's smooth. I I feel like it's a little bit creamy. Do you want to describe, you know, what's in it or yeah it's funny that you're drinking ravenhill
5: ravenhill is the beer i'm most proud of of any beer I've ever brewed uh, i'll go to war for ravenhill uh, i was never a dark beer drinker i was never one of the stouts reporters but uh the ravenhill is one that that i am i am exceptionally proud of um it's not too roasty it's not too chocolatey or, or toffee or dark chocolate um, i think everyone really likes ravenhill if, if i can hear the crowd that's not, that's not... they agree I, I... Um, yeah, Ray- Raven Hill is just one of those. It's again, it's if you like a dark beer, we're trying to make that a staple beer in uh, beer bars. If you have a Guinness, just just try a porter. It's not it's not very different. It has similar characteristics, um, and that's my go-to. We're actually doing a bourbon barrel-aged version of the Raven Hill that we'll be releasing in about three to four weeks. So it's, uh, we have a uh, a porter that we've been aging in turkey uh, in turkey barrels. We have Maker's Mark. And uh, we're, we're really trying to innovate and, and you know hit the masses and try to hit every every uh, every flavor palate. All uh, right, this
0: is Matt Maratea. He's our beer expert. He works at Zed's Brewing. He, uh, Matt, any questions for Luke? Well, now... Uh, yes, yeah. So, uh, can you tell
1: us exactly uh, which bourbon barrels these have been aged in, or?
5: Well, so that that you're drinking now, that is our standard Raven Hill. We are aging. Uh, Maker's Mark, uh, and Four Roses. So, so we're, we're looking forward to crack them. I've been sailing almost every week, um, and they should be ready by the end of March.
1: Okay. Uh, can you tell us what notes you expect those to add or what you're hoping that
5: they'll add? At first, it was uh, very bourbon-heavy. Uh, the barrels that we, we got were still wet. Uh, they were very bourbon-heavy. Uh, now that it's been in the in the barrel since October 25th, it's getting more of the tobacco, the clove, the vanilla notes. It's getting a little bit smoother. At first, when we first pulled the pin, it was it was a straight, it, it just smelled like bourbon. And I didn't want it to overpower the flavor of the Ravenhill. So we're letting it sit a little bit longer and let those flavors kind of uh, melt together a little bit better. And I think by the end of March, it should be ready
3: i would love to actually try that because i am a f- huge fan of bourbon and i am absolutely loving this beer right now so you should take all the pride and and they did cheer for you <laughs> i heard it. <laughs> yeah we, we'll, we'll doing some in firkins and
5: we'll be canning and kegging some as well now let's get down to the important thing we have a huge audience how can we find whiskey we just It went through a a, a massive expansion. We just tripled our output. We just bought four 30-barrel fermenters. Uh, So we are now hitting distribution hard. We're in about 45 accounts in Philly. Uh, I just did a tasting at Pennsport Beer Boutique last night. Um, We're in about six different distributors and about 35 different bars. Wow, that's fantastic. And what about social media? Social media is run by myself, and Greg is our creative director. He's outside by the van. He's been an incredible asset to us. Uh, Social media is one of those free advertising uh, platforms if you know how to use it the right way Uh, as long as as the photos are are taken well and the wording is put is put together uh, and the beer looks attractive in 2020 that's what that's what it takes to get people in your tasting room and then of course the beer fest it's a word of mouth and people try it it spreads and then they come rushing over and luckily and unfortunately for us the sour kicked first Um, but that's a good problem to have uh, Wissahick and Brewing Company at Wissahickon Brewing Company on Instagram at Wissahick and Beer on Twitter and Wissahickon Brewing Company on Facebook. Yeah, because
0: uh, we have a huge audience. They are very conscious of social media, so that's fantastic. Now, if I could ask,
1: okay, because I'm, uh, I'm from New Jersey, so I'm a little bit of a New Jersey drinker. I love Philadelphia beer. Uh, what sets you guys apart? Like, why should people come over and drink Wissahickon Beer, do you think? If you had to,
5: at first, our slogan was, we brew what we like. Um, and we knew that was, we found out pretty pretty uh, quickly that that's not the way to brew. Um, if, if we're trying, our, our motto is, experience beer. Because beer is more than a liquid, it's more than a flavor. It's an experience of who you were, or who, who you were with when you drank it. What sensory experience, what you were eating, where you were, uh, and what it made you feel like. So we, we try to make beer an experience, and we want to include... The, the kids, the dogs, the food trucks, the music. We have Quizzo every week. We have yoga twice a week. We have succulent workshops. We try to make it more of a community center that serves beer. And, and that, that's, that, that has paid dividends for us because people come in from all walks of life. You come in sweatpants or a suit, and everyone's welcome with Wissick and Bruin. Is, is yoga in the mornings? 11 a.m. on Sundays and 6.30 p.m. on Thursdays. Does it come okay. with a beer at the end? It does. So it's fifteen dollars for an hour yoga class, and that includes your drink, whether it's wine, cider, or beer. I can make a. I think I can make eleven a.m. on a Sunday. <laughs> Usually, I may have to go to nine o'clock mass, but I think I can make oh, eleven a.m. Oh yeah, and then how much a drink, you might have to go to confession later. But yeah. Well, yeah.
0: But I, I just want to uh, thank you so
5: much. Uh, this place is packed. i taking you, you again. And do you want to say anything in closing? We're just, we're just very happy to be here. We're, we're fortunate to be, in my opinion the best beer city in the country. Uh, I've been to Portland, I've been to San Diego, I, I, I think Philadelphia is such a collaborative, friendly environment for bar owners, bartenders, brewers, uh, distillers. Uh, we, we love being in this industry. Everyone's friendly and we're all on the same team. All right, I want to
0: thank you, Luke, for joining us. Uh, it's an honor to have you. And it is also, I want people to know, Manny Up Brewing jo- the Brewery joined us what I just want everyone to know, you're busy. I mean, I I appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Have a great day. Once again, we are live. We are live from the Philadelphia Craft Beer Festival down at the Navy Yard, uh, Building 611. I want to thank Starfish Junction Productions. This is, me and Jim Pappas were just talking. This could be one of the best organized events I've ever seen.
3: I would other Starfish Junction production events, and they're always the same. They're always well organized, a lot of fun, tons of things to do. There's even acts performing, there's food to eat. Um, you know, if you if you're looking for something to do, this is definitely one of the events, and so is the Coffee Tea Ex- um, event that's coming up in Brooklyn Expo Center that that you want to check out.
0: And hey, let me tell you. They sold out this year, that is what we're hearing. And uh, I can't believe how organized this place is. It is absolutely amazing. Uh, we got about three minutes left. Amaris, you want to say anything in closing? Uh, what about you, Matt? Let's sum
1: it up for the people. Uh, well, if I had to say anything, I would say this is a very well-organized uh, brew fest. Uh, all the breweries are... Pretty much in a line you can go around a little square and hit everybody. Nobody is hidden. Uh, it's really easily navigated for people with a regular ticket, with a VIP ticket. It's lined up so you can go through it about as easily as possible and Philly Craft Beer Fest, they really did an excellent job with this. They do every year. Uh, the Navy Yard is a fantastic venue. Uh, I can't wait to come back here for other events. I've been here for Philadelphia myself. Uh, that was awesome. I left 17 pounds heavier. I anticipate that I'll be close to the same after this, uh, but this will be a little bit easier to burn because it's liquid weight, but I mean, this is really fantastic. I mean, we're in the tenure. It's it's really great.
3: I also would like to add for, you know, the, the 21 and older drink people that are attending, if you are going to drink, the Starfish Productions, they actually make sure that all of their events are located around hotels. So if you do drink, drink responsibly, get a hotel room or Uber. And here's another thing I want everyone
0: to know for next year.
3: I got off at of the
0: Broad and Patterson Station and Starfish Junction Productions had a bus outside that gave us a free shuttle here. So I wanna just tell you, Jim Pappas made a great uh, observation. He said they have every intricate detail covered. Uh, I got off the subway, I got to the top of the steps, and my bus, specifically for this event, was waiting right there, and it just free shuttled over here and i I don't know if you can get any more organized than that uh another thing is i want to make sure everyone knows for next season for their next event uh the philly craft beer festival is easily the most organized festival you'll get to another thing i want to make sure the listeners at home know there's plenty of food here they have food trucks galore outside so i know people think well i don't drink you can have some of the best food trucks right outside the door. There's what? Twelve of them?
3: I don't know I don't know how many are, are out there exactly, but I do know that stuffed buns is there. Oh yeah. There's a there's a pizza where you can do a handheld pizza. You're not just, you know, it's it's in a cone. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the other other ones that are out there, but there's always a variety
0: absolutely amazing so it's not just the beer festival there's tons of food outside and in closing i want to make sure everyone knows that starfish junction productions is going to have a huge event coffee and tea festival it's going to be at the Brooklyn expo center march 21st and 22nd uh it's going to be 10 to 5 vip for saturdays sunday is going to be general uh, i'm sorry 10 to 5 vip on saturday General admission will be 12 to 5 on Sunday. Uh, 10 to 4 VIP on Sunday and general admission is 12 to 4. It's going to be at the Brooklyn Expo Center. Uh, it's going to be there on March 21st and 22nd. I'm going to encourage everyone. Go to Coffee and Tea Festival slash nyc.com. Get your tickets now. If you love beer, come here. If you want to love if you love coffee and tea like me, I'll be there. Uh, So I want to thank everyone for listening today. Uh, We're going to do a half hour of individual interviews, and we will
2: play them uh, in addition to the show. Thank you guys, and have a great week.